the Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this program that we call the SWP. My name is Steve Warren. I am joined by Jim Jerome. I'm here in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. James is in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Here on uh, June 28th as we record this, it's NHL Draft Day. Lots of interesting stuff going on. If you're a hockey fan, you're probably combing social media, seeing what's going on with your favorite team and uh, whatever else you're up to and uh, got lots to get to here in the course of the program. Jimmy, what's going on? What's happening? Welcome to the jungle, Steve. Someone played that for me for an intro when I did that Metcalf gig. That one, and here he is, and then welcome to the jungle. I said, yeah, I like that because my name's Jungle, you see, so it uh, kind of made some sense. Yeah, the other tie-in was that Jim Rome was uh, the show after hours for about ten years, and he right? used that literally every single show. Welcome to the jungle by uh, right. Guns and Roses, and all my friends were right as as drunk and high as I was all the time. And Jim Rome, Steve, Jim Jerome, Jim Rome, yeah, it was not uncommon, Steve, to go. Oh my God, man! Have you done well? I listened to that three-hour show you do, uh, the Jim, the Jim Rome show. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, do you? I value. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, don't <laughs> yeah, don't I know I make- my stuff? You know, I I never knew you knew so much about about college baseball. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know I'm a big follower of all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Did a little podcast uh, this morning, Steve, or this afternoon. Uh, I I don't know if I've ever met this guy, but I certainly know his name. I, but I'm not sure if his ba- I know his background was radio. Dean Blondell, remember that guy? Very controversial. Yeah, he got into hot water for a, a lot of the same reasons you got in hot water. He was co- sent a sort of a say anything shock jock down in Toronto and eventually got fired for it. Oh, he did. Okay, so like us, we end up podcasting. For there you go. Gets fired. For- <laughs> it's almost cliche now. Yeah, and it was your old was potentially your old boss he does the show with, Lachlan Cross, who was the program director at K-Rock when I went there for the year. And then you came out and auditioned. They wanted to give you the gig. And, yeah, he uh, was great. Yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't that great. He got fired as a program director. And then, uh, but the last, that's, you're, you're talking Stevie uh, like 14, 15 years ago that you came out when I did. The, the K-Rock show was like 05 or something. It so would be 16 eight, like, now. I think 16, it's 16. Yeah, eight, yeah. Anyway, um, he eventually got let go, and uh, but has been doing a morning show for 14 years. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah good guy. Things. And I, I, you always give me a hard time for turning down that job, but I, I start thinking, okay, the guy who wanted to hire me got let go. You yeah. got let go. Or the whole show got let go. I think I made a good choice in hindsight. Yeah, I've lost my connections here. I'm, we're into a full blackout. Okay. There's not, the generator isn't even going off. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm out. Never thought of that. Yeah. It's a good uh, deal though. He gave me a great deal. And they had, and the other thing was that I was really thinking about because the autism benefits, right. Like, to help you get from the Alberta government out there, whoo, baby, like nothing else in Canada, really. So that was right. very, that was a very enticing deal. And I was very close to taking it in truth. Yeah. Uh, anyway, those are, those are some halcyon days, Stevie, as they say. I don't, well, I don't know what that is. What is a halcyon day? I don't know. Who's they then? Who says? I don't it? Know. look it up. Watch, watch. It'll make sense. I'm like Forrest Gump. I can use a word that he doesn't know what it means, but it fits. You know, Halcyon uh, days. They were uh, uh, Halcyon days. Uh, okay, well, it's a luxury goods company, so they've no, well, obviously, no, yeah, no. I used uh, to buy luxury goods for sure. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Halcyon Days is in a, an oblique reference to the Greek mythological figures, uh, Alcyon and, uh, and Saix and uh, 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 I don't know what it means. Yeah. There's a lot of different uh, references to it. There's none specific. Oh, wait. The Halcyon Days of Her Youth. A very happy or successful period in the past. Yeah. That's there we it. Go. As we just talked about how unsuccessful that time period was. Yeah. Well done. You've done it I again. I liked our little uh, prep today, Stevie, as uh, as we're combing all the sports apps, right? And uh, uh, you and I in unison. Nah. 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 No. There's nothing going on, Steve. There's nothing going on in sports. That's not true. Well, it's just, I, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I know it's not true, but from what we normally get to, I, I saw... Uh, Manoa, which is, you know, I'm a Blue Jay fan. They sent him mm-hmm. down because he lost his pitch, Stevie, as right. they say. Just lost his pitch. So they sent him, I, I think, right to rookie ball uh, or, or low for sure, not not triple A. They sent him way down, Stevie, way, way down. down. Okay. Way down. Uh, but look out for Alex Manoa on this, this torrid pace of coming back. Gave up 11 runs. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. That's the poor good. managers of Team Stevie. Like, Manoa's our guy. We better we better treat him like the Fabergé egg, you know? Yeah. Better look after him, send him down there. And there well, why? Well, not a bad play, Stevie. Okay? We got to send him down to get his confidence back because he'll light it up, obviously, in rookie ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll be blowing that pitch by them, Stevie. Not so much. Not so much. <laughs> it seems like his halcyon days are behind him. <laughs> no, it's something yeah. called a, it's a Florida complex league. What the hell is a Florida complex league? I don't know. They league? play in them all, Steve. Yeah, they play in them all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh I put the ball right in the fountain. It's crazy. Yeah. It's funny you don't often hear that though, Steve, with high performance guys, athletes, right? You see it. You'll see it in golf a little bit, you know, where like Ricky Fowler, for example, the guy was nowhere for a while. Now he's got this huge comeback. He's playing unreal. Yeah. You know, or, or golfers will drift away. I don't know. Qu- quarterback might lose his touch a little bit, but, but never, never. I mean, I mean, it's not the end for Manoa, but, but it could be, you know, where yeah. a guy that good goes that bad, you know? Marcus you Stroman's his old teammate. And he, after that 11 run uh, bombing, he tweeted out today, I can't wait for Manoa to get back to the MLB and make y'all eat your words. All you clowns hating on another man is just a projection of your own insecurities and life struggles. Times like these are when true athletes are transformed, and I am looking forward to his return. All right. I'm not I'm not even I'm not mocking. I, I good for I don't, know how, I don't know how anybody I mean, any level of skill that I have in sports just gradually yes. gets worse the more the pressure is ramped up. And uh I don't know how these guys are able to, even if they achieve all the skill they have to be one of the best in the world at what they do, the stress of doing it at the top level and all the money that's on the line. Um, I, I have nothing but admiration for them. So I'm not, I'm not going to bury anyone for performing pretty much the way I would, you know, if I get in that situation and get yeah, the it, or whatever it is. The, the point being everyone agrees is a fan of sports that, that what separates the the great from the the pretty great is how they handle the pressure, right? Yes. Sports yes. is gross. It's just like it's it's inhumane the pressure on these guys, and so it's 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 surprising you don't see it more often. Yeah. You know, remember there was a guy speaking in baseball. There was a second baseman or a shortstop or something like that, 
and and the guy could not make a throw to first. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that. Like he would throw. I think, it was, I think it's Chuck fifty Knobloch. feet in the air. He would. It, the ball would go straight down into the ground. He couldn't. He couldn't hit the base. Yeah. Yeah. Nerves. Yeah. 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 Pure it's nerves. the. Uh, it's the. Uh, it's Chuck Knobloch, as I mentioned, and uh, just a case of the yips. I believe right. there was a pitcher named uh, Rick Ankiel. I think he was like. I want to say he was close to rookie of the year, if not winning it as mm-hmm. a pitcher, and he could not find the plate again. And right. basically came, I think he became an outfielder later on. One of the worst, I guess we're on to something here, Steve. The worst collapse is because of nerves. Um, right. Greg Norman, right, was had to, had had the Masters in his hands and, and, and exploded or imploded. Like it, it, there was no out. Like there was no, oh, bad break there, you know. Bad break there with trying to hit it 130 yards and he only hit it 70 into the water yes no it's not a bad break there yeah well he's never tried that shot before no no he tries that shot 500 times a day that little wedge you know that you got to hit that was a collapse rory did when he first he had a big lead playing the back nine when he was a young kid jordan spieth was in the hunt there and every, and then he they chunked him into the water twice on number 12 was just this unbelievable collapse of nerves you know i'm uh those are temporary though there's there's been cases of especially in baseball with like career ending yips where, you know, all those examples that you cited there, those guys all got it back. Those were just temporary right. versions right, of right. the yips. And then we mentioned Ankiel and Knobloch. You all said Steve Sachs. Um, they actually called it the Steve Sachs syndrome because he, uh, he like Knobloch, he just could not throw the ball to first base anymore. And that was it. And Mackie Sasser would be the worst example he was a catcher for the Mets, yep. and in 1989, he's two years into his career, he lost the ability as a catcher to throw the ball back to the pitcher. <laughs> That's just not going to work. Gonna say, he lost his ability to catch. No. no well, no. he could do that. Like, he's like tries to throw it back, and he's overthrowing the pitcher, and runners are advancing all the time. It's like, hey, it's hey. T- it's no it's good. It's T-ball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> go, go, go. He missed the pitcher again. Go. Yeah, anyway. it's kind of a morbid curiosity. This topic, you know. Yeah, yeah. Who else? Who else drove themselves to drugs because they couldn't perform anymore? You know. Oh, who boy. else ended up in a straitjacket because they couldn't? They couldn't yeah. pull it off. Well, yeah. When you start about medicating yourself in that regard, there's been a bunch of those where careers have ended. The Steve Howe story. What did he get? How many? He got busted for drugs. I think as a pitcher in Major League Baseball, more than Billy Martin got fired. Do you think the big draft pick for the Sens, uh, the kid, where he was sort of nowhere after about three years, the French kid? Alexander Daig? Alexander Daig, yeah. Like he, well, How long did he last in the league? I think that's just a case of a guy that was overrated. He was, uh, he was oh, okay. fast. He was fast and uh, was able to blow past guys in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League and who got to the NHL. It's not just about taking the puck wide and skating your face off because everybody can skate great in the right. NHL. And uh, yeah, it never really came together. He had a decent career, but I think it was, it was probably over within about eight or nine years and he never really, never got close to that level. There's been lots of big, people talk about him as being the biggest draft bust ever, but there, there've been a bunch. And as we talk about the NHL draft, which is happening in about an hour, we know that uh, Connor Bedard, it, I mean, I don't know if I've seen... Think he'll go? 
Yeah, I think he'll go. He probably gets yeah, selected yeah. somewhere. I'm hoping that yeah. you know the Sens don't have a pick until the fourth round. I got my fingers crossed that maybe he'll still be there at 108. Yeah, but, yeah no gra- <laughs> I don't see it. But yeah. no, he's uh, he's obviously an amazing talent, like of the Sidney Crosby type hype, Alex Ovechkin type hype. Connor. Not Connor yeah. McDavid for me yet, but this is the level we're talking about. The guy's stats are just gaudy and. Uh, but it's just the expectation level is just ridiculous. Like there, I saw it was NHL central scouting. Tell me this is not the league doing the next face of the league's uh, a disservice when he's saying things like, oh yeah, he's going to be Connor McDavid. What? Aye, aye. what? That's on, a bit man. much. That's a bit much in the old expectations of an 18-year-old kid. With life moving so fast, don't you wish you could just freeze time? Well, that's what Jim K. Ford is doing for you because right now, when you custom order a new 2023 Ford Explorer from Jim K., you can lock in your factory order bonus of up to $1,000. And if there's a better incentive when you take delivery, you can choose that instead. It's that simple. Start your journey today at Jim K. Ford in Orleans or at JimKFord.com. At Jim if you're looking to buy or sell a home, the Glenn Walton real estate team can help. Glenn helped me sell a home a couple of years ago, and one of the things he took care of was the staging, which is crucial. I mean, and especially in this market, you have to stage in this market. You have to present the homes online well because buyers' expectations have changed, and they're so knowledgeable now. They go online, and they can see the photos. If they don't like the photos and it doesn't present well online... They're not going to go see the home. Find out more from Glenn online today, glennwalton.com. What did you think of Connor McDavid? He wins the MVP award and almost does it for the second time in his career unanimously. But one presumably Boston uh, voter, and everybody thinks it's Jack Edwards, the Bruins play-by-play guy. Yep. He, doesn't, he doesn't mind being the center of attention. He actually voted for McDavid as the fifth best in the Hart Trophy voting. Oh. <laughs> Everybody else had him at number one, like 150 uh, people who had votes, 150, and then one one guy over here says fifth. And you knew it was a Bruin guy because David Pasternak was the only guy who got a vote of the there, Boston there Bruins. Because yeah. so, yeah. Connor didn't do well stats-wise, though. Oh. No, right? Like, he's good. He's really good and all that. But when you look at his stats, you know, Oh, no, number one there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Fire the guy. I thought it was a lovely thing, though, at the awards ceremony. There was um, a little kid. I wish I had had more details in front, but he befriended uh, a little Oiler fan. I don't think he was very – it couldn't have been much more than 10. Um, You can look that up, Stevie, as I talk about it. uh, Sure. As I cut you off here, sorry. I think his name was Ben. Oh, good. Uh, You have details on it. Good. Yeah, he was dying of cancer, and he became – Became the the favorite, you know, at the games. Uh, the the Oilers, like like a lot of these clubs, are they're unbelievable with the charitable work that they do, right? Every club does. Yeah. <clears throat> and he became a darling for sure. He died. He died. Yeah. But the the parents presented Connor with the MVP award. Yeah, right? Ben Stelter is the young man's name. He's yeah. six years of age and uh, passed away. And uh, and they, you could tell. I mean, it was it meant a lot. To Connor McDavid, and it obviously did. it meant a lot to Ben Stelter's family, and uh, it was really one of the best presentations of an award that I've seen. And and uh, and and beyond that, I got to say, McDavid's starting to get the hang of this communicating thing. 
I thought it was yes. a, a yeah. pretty decent speech. I thought he looked pretty comfortable in his own skin, maybe for the first time that I've ever seen as he accepted his award. Yeah. They're waiting, uh, Stevie. Uh, you remember the royal wedding, mm-hmm. the great one in Janet Jones back in 1988. The big fella got engaged, Steve, since our last show. Connor and uh, Lauren, girl from Sudbury, who I have a connection with. Oh, really? Through, What's uh, the connection? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what the connection is. Uh, her mother, uh, Sharon, uh, was married to a best friend of our families, David Ghent, and he skied with my brother. Okay. And and then he was tragically killed in a car accident in his 20s, maybe early 30s. Um, and, and so that's her mother. She was married to Dave at the time. Okay. And uh, I used to see her at the golf course. She used to work at the golf course. Uh, she's come a long way, Steve. Not a bad catch, the old yeah. Connor boy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, they got engaged. So, Steve, they're, they're calling for neither one of them is from here. Okay. And mind you, Wayne was not from here, nor was Janet. But they want the royal wedding, Steve, again. Oh. I went to the, I, I went to the wedding, right? That, that was my first date with my wife. Yeah. It was the Gretz's wedding. And uh, it was awesome. It was like, I ended up going to this thing. It was the red carpet treatment, Stevie. It was off the map. The streets were lined. It was like super cool. It was super cool. So. Before you tell me about the wedding, though, I, I, I'm interested in the story because you haven't told it in a very long time about how that was kind of the closure. Like you were trying for a long time to kind yes. of get with Allison, right? And th- yes. Th- that's a pretty big... Uh, <laughs> That's a that's yeah, a pretty so, big offer there. Well, here's how it first happens. Okay, I I, I go to ask her, right? And uh, if you want to go to a wedding with me, she worked at the bar at the side. You've heard me mention the sidetrack, the iconic bar, and uh, she said, uh, "Whose wedding?" And then I sort of went, "Well, does that matter?" Like, you know. But in the meantime, who wouldn't lunge to answer that question, Stevie? Right. Well, I'll tell you what. Wayne Gretzky. And she goes, oh, why don't you ask my sister? Oh, what the hell, Steve? Steve, you would have gone with me if I asked you to go to the Wayne Gretzky wedding, okay? I mean... I said, and- I don't want to ask your sister. I don't want to ask your sister. Uh, so anyway, I want to ask you. She said, oh, okay, I guess. Sure, okay. So anyway, it's, it's several weeks ahead, and I'm in my office, and my buddy walks in, and... Uh, what had happened in the meantime was Janet. I, this, I don't know if this is all the story you want, but Janet had asked me. I so I'd asked Allison to go to the wedding. She said yes, and then a week or two later, Janet said, "Hey, I need you to take one of the bridesmaids to the wedding, to be their escort oh. for the wedding." She said, "Have you asked anyone?" And I said, "No, God, not. I haven't even thought about it. No, not at all." <laughs> okay, so. And I got the wheels are spinning. I said, I immediately will go back to my office and I will phone her and cancel. She didn't want to go anyway, Steve. Right. Right. So I'm, I'm on the phone, I'm dialing the phone and a friend of mine from that bar, who's the manager of that bar, walks into my office, the Molson office. And I'm, I'm like, I've got the receiver to my ear and it's, it's ringing. I'm phoning Allison to, to flicker. And he walks in and as it's ringing, I just hang up because I see him, right? Well, mm-hmm. hey, Jeff, what's going on? He goes, ah, not much. I came to pick up some shit, you know, for our, baseball there what yeah. are you doing i'm just phoning allison man to because she worked for him to gas her for the wedding he goes oh dude do not do that i just talked to her 
and she was uh, showing me or telling me or talking to her friend about this great dress that she bought for the wedding. Right. And I said, okay, I better go. Gentlemen, Stevie, okay? So that's, so I can't imagine, Steve, thank God, because that meant we got married and had beautiful children. I'm only thinking, Steve, that Allison might have been saying now, what? You you mean I was that close? Oh, no. I mean, all it was, if I would, that phone call would have gone through, I, I wouldn't have been fucking tormented for the rest of my fucking young life. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the wedding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, was that, is that the story or was it something? Uh... I thought it was like a longer courtship where she, you know, she was, you know, spurning all your advances for a very long time. And then you threw the Gretzky card down. She did. She did. You know, I all used right. to, you know, see her and then, but then Stevie, you know, let's, let's face it, Steve, let's face it. Okay. The reason you're asking is because the plowing opportunity. <laughs> okay. Right. You're asking, right. This is, might be a plowable situation. Uh, no, Jim, hands down it is. Okay. <laughs> hands down. Stevie, I got Heisman. Really? That night. No. I, you would just expect, Stevie. Thanks a lot. What can I do for you? You know? Right. No, right? you can't expect. No. Can't expect well, you can, Steve. You can have expectations, Steve. It's when we put demands on them. Exactly. Okay? That they, Good point. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> hope. God I think it. hope is a better word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Or, or hopeless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, McDavid and some kind of royal wedding, he, he better get on that. I don't know when he is. He is he set a date because he's only got three years left on his contract. And does anybody really think he's going to re-sign in Edmonton? Yeah, I don't. I don't do either. You? I do no. not. And I certainly well, I, am, apparently Edmonton is known for some pretty big trades. So. Yes, apparently so. And you've also yeah. got right now um, Austin Matthews in Toronto. As of July first, this yep. Saturday, he is uh, eligible to be assigned to an extension. He's going to be entering the final year of his contract mm-hmm. and uh, the, the Leafs may have a, a decision to make there. So I'll be keen to see if he's got any interest in re-signing in Toronto because... Uh, What's he now? 13? 15 mil? Um, 10? 12? He's at 11.6 right now. and uh, He might grab a couple extra mil maybe. Well, he'd probably get the max, I think. you know, If the Leafs want to have him forego unrestricted free agency... One of the best scorers in the world, um, he might go to the max. Which right. today they announced, by the way, you know the new max for a single player in the NHL is sixteen point no. seven million dollars. Sixteen point seven million dollars. Well, they're catching up, Stevie. They're catching up to the other sports. Yeah, oh right. yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Do you want to know what Guy Lafleur earned in his entire career? Guy Lafleur. Greatest player of his era until Gretzky came along. He played for 17 years in the NHL, and he made $3.5 million. No, not in any one season, but for his entire GD career. Oh, no. Guy Lafleur made oh, a total no. of $3.5 million in his whole career, and Austin Matthews' next contract, he might get $16.7 million for one year. Oh. <laughs> what? When we come back on the program, we'll talk about a bunch of stuff. The NHL draft, Connor Bedard, Bob Cole, sausages, squirrels, and much more after these words. 
With life moving so fast, don't you wish you could just freeze time? Well, that's what Jim K. Ford is doing for you because right now, when you custom order a new 2023 Ford F-150 from Jim K., you can lock in your factory order bonus of up to $3,500. And if there's a better incentive when you take delivery, you can choose that instead. It's that simple. Start your journey today at Jim K. Ford in Orleans or JimKFord.com. At Jim K. Ford Lincoln, we say yes. James, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Stephen. Sausages. And talk sausages here because I'm thank Canada you, today. Thank you, Stephen. Why? 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 Thank I just thought you were complimenting me on my sausages. No, no. We are a fan of sausages, and we don't, sausage. t- we don't have to. We don't have to take it. Sausage. Yeah. We don't have to take it there. We don't. Okay. We really don't. But Ooh, small sausage on a bun. For Canada yes. Day. Love Doing it. a little barbecue action. One, one yeah. of my favorites, too. Just a string of mustard. I don't want anything else on there. Just a little bit of, a little bead of mustard all the way across. That's yes. it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Even a dry and, bun, it doesn't bother me. Agreed. That's yeah. how good they are. And but the I put hot a, Italian, Steve, okay? We don't go medium or mild. I do like hot, for sure. Yeah. And I'm going to, I, I put out a thing on uh, social media, on Twitter, did a little Twitter poll. And, uh, you know, I, I can put out some stuff, Jimmy. I like... I'm really pleased with that hockey take that I've just put out. Yeah, something what do you like, think? It's, just, it's a little clever. It's like it's like gives people something to think about. Put a lot of thought into it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's about 15 people like it. And then I put yeah. out something like, "Hey, doing sausage on a bun for Canada Day on Saturday. What's your go-to deli in Ottawa for that?" <laughs> Brat. Social media Bratwurst. goes bananas. Bratwurst, Stevie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Bratwurst, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Any, yeah anyway, it seems like the, the winner. Seems like the winner is Luciano's in uh, Little Italy. So I'm looking forward to trying that out. And uh, I, I don't know. I've got this inexplicable sausage craving lately. Mm. <laughs> See, stop it. Mm. Anyway, right now I've. Uh, Steve, you've always had that craving, Steve. Yeah. Up there. What are you doing for Canada Day? Or as we you like know what to just say. happened as- there, Steve? There was about 11 things there I was going to say, and I went, don't, Jim. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, your don't. restraint is amazing. It's really amazing. You, we all know, Steve, that you know. Exactly. Take it easy. Exactly. What are you doing for, as we like to call it, Canada Day. Yeah. Uh, what am I doing for Canada Day? Uh, this. Well, the kids. The kids are done. Uh, well, my kids are done. This is how up to date I am with my kids, Steve. They will be done school this week. No, Jim. That, that was five years ago. Okay, that they were done school <laughs> for high school. Okay. They, yeah. So, uh, kicking around, Stevie. I got a friend visiting. Friend in town, kicking around. Uh, do Canada Canada Day. I'll do the Canada Day. I do a little uh, celebrate, a little cheers to my <clears throat> excuse me, a little cheers to my brother there, Joey. That was an unfortunate day, the Canada Day. So it's always, and it's my mother's birthday. So usually I jump right. on a little Facetime with my brothers and sisters. I don't want to bring anyone down here, but uh, yeah. I don't know. I I do the works. I do the fireworks. The cool the cool thing in um, Edmonton is the the river, the North Saskatchewan River you know, virtually splits the city in half, north and south. And uh, so they, they do the works right down behind the ledge, which is on mm-hmm. the river. Yeah. Uh, so the, the really nifty thing is you can you can kind of see them within a two-mile radius of anywhere. 
So that's cool. Yeah, it is. So you don't got to go jam, jam your arse into a, a sardine can of people. Um, well, you don't want any arse jamming, that's for sure. No, God, not with Sausage Day and everything. I mean, that would be terrible. <laughs> oh We're trying, God. people. We're Good trying, listener. Yes. We're trying. We're yeah, trying to not be yeah. <laughs> idiots. Trying not to be juvenile idiots. Yeah. Watch now. You'll get a bunch of emails from the old Tigor listeners. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. More sausage. More sausage talk. No sausage party. Happy Canada Day to you, Stevie boy. Yeah. You as well. Yeah, we got uh we generally finish the barbecue off. We have a nice campfire in the back, and it's uh it's been, that's a nice tradition because you know, in Barhaven, you fire up a big campfire. Generally nice. the police are called. Uh so you can't do yeah. that. But in these parts, no problem. Have a nice campfire. And we have these nice I built a I built an old farmer's fence at the back of yes. my property. And we got yeah. these neat white lights that we strung along. And it looks amazing with a campfire at night, having a pint, barbecue. It's great. But all of a up. sudden. Throw a vid up, pal. A vid? Of what? Throw a vid up of your backyard. Throw it up on Insta. Or Nobody um, or, cares about my backyard. Well, apparently you do. You're going on and on about it right now. Well, I'm telling you a story. Oh, okay. Sorry. In, in that these lights... These lights right now, uh, we we had them up until last year, and then all of a sudden I go out there one day, and every single bulb, there's 50, I counted them, 50 bulbs all the way across this farmer's fence. Every one of them had dis- disappeared, and they'd all, none of them had been un- unscrewed. What? None of them were unscrewed. They were like sort of cut at the stem at every one. And I'm like, what the hell happened here? Was this, like, you know where I live. I'm not really close to anybody. It's not like anybody's passing by going, yeah, I'm going to run uh, 500 feet off the main road to grab those light bulbs and, and like all of them. There's no value in doing that. I thought maybe it might Someone, be critters. What? Someone sucked the bulbs right off your wire? Oh, Jim. Oh, oh that's so good. good. Pure so comedy good. gold, yeah, Jimmy. Man. Oh, my God. Imagine Ooh. that. Oh, oh, my, oh, oh, off oh, to oh. the doctor for me. The stitches have come loose. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyways so uh, they uh, stole your light bulbs come on yeah i was i was like i was i was ticked off about it but i wasn't sure what what had happened exactly so my wife misses them so this week i go out again you know two big boxes 50 bulbs again and the bulbs are about yay big yeah, and yeah, uh, line two them inches. all up it's great and in on the on the slight chance that maybe it was an animal i hit it with like animal repellent like Good Just idea. So yeah. soak the thing like all over. And even on the fence, I put sure. it. I, I found out the mystery and it and sure enough, it's a big ass squirrel that oh, is no just, just ripping these things off and running into the forest with them. They somehow, I guess they're these wires are made of uh got a soy base on them, and so they I think they think they're food, obviously. And so Oh no. Uh, the best yeah. the best prank, Steve, I've ever seen. I love it. Is uh they will they'll do a setup, you know, like they're trying to catch car thieves, for example, right? And they'll have these 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 cars that uh, they leave. A, it's like a setup car. When the guy drives fifty feet away, the thing self locks, right? They steal it, self locks, and they're done. They're done, right? right they catch right. these. One of the other ones they do, Steve, which is funny, is they lean a bike like against a tree with no lock on it. Okay. Okay. And then you'll see the dudes, you know, sort of double take. You know, they look over. There's, no lock on that thing and they look left and right steve they get over there and they they pull the bike away from the tree and you know they're looking around and they 
and they jump off, jump on the bike, Steve, and they start to pedal away at like top speed. But, but the bike is attached, Steve. There's a wire on the bike that's attached around the tree that they don't see. And it's the best. So they're going, they're clipping out of there fast, Stevie. They're nervous, pedaling their life away. And then, wham! Oh, man. <laughs> the bike goes flying back. Oh, it's the best. Oh, is there any TikTok a, video of that or anything? Yeah, I'd like to see that. You gotta find it. Yeah, I'll, I'll find it. I'll send it to you. I'll send oh, it baby. to you. baby. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, closing it out today. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, as we close it out today. Yeah. Bob Cole. Bob Cole, 90 years of age. Yeah, not uh, funny, Jim. Huh? Think you're always funny, eh, Jim? Is that it? <laughs> always got to be the guy, huh? That's enough. That's enough, Jim. Yeah. I, I was going to bring up the burr in the saddle that you have for Bob Cole. Beloved Bob Cole, ladies and gentlemen, the soundtrack of Saturday night. Yes. And being forced into retirement, by the way, uh, by yeah. the good folks at uh, at Sportsnet. And Whatever Rockers. it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I was going to ask about your uh, your love of Bob Cole, but you pretty much clarified it there that uh, you guys have had I do love Bob. in the past. I do. He's one of the nicest souls in the world. Ninety years old. Yeah. Way to go, Bob. Way to go. But he well does done. not. He does not. He doesn't like your tomfoolery, though. No, he doesn't. Uh, he, yeah, I was riding the back of a van. We were leaving the airport. Bob was there. Uh, John Davidson was in front of me. I was in the back seat. It was like a four seater passenger van. And uh, Bob was fastidious, you know. He was emceeing some of the stuff. And uh, uh, I'm sitting in the back, either hung or drunk, one of the two, Steve. And Bob and Bob uh, unrolls his window, Steve, to, to, to let out the, the, the huge, huge Luger, okay? Ooh. All right, like, he's, it's this one here. Excuse me. Excuse, it's gross. You know. oh. And the window comes down in, and then it's oh. like, poof! right okay <laughs> okay this thing this thing comes flying out steve and goes right back into the window okay onto my neck and down onto the freaking briefcase right and i'm going jesus christ bob right and john davidson <laughs> john davidson is looking at me going no no dude don't don't right i'm going he's on there i go what the fuck bob that's the, oh my god dude you know what, 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 you know, what are you, 90 pounds and 80 pounds is fucking spit? Jesus, <laughs> Bob, it's everywhere. It's all over everything, you know, and then he, he snapped on me. That's he snapped he on you? In. Yeah, that's where he went. Is that right, Jim? Always funny, eh, Jim? Got to be the funny guy, Jim, all the time. Enough's enough, Jim. Okay, enough's enough. <laughs> and Wait, and you're sitting there covered in his spit and he's scolding you? I know. That's right. I know. It was like, it was like being a... Uh, Whatever they called it, you know, schmarged or whatever with the green goo, you know, when they used to do that with people, you get whatever. Yeah. Oh. Is that right, eh, Jim? Yeah, yeah, Bob. It's right. Anyway, love Bobby. Yeah. Cool guy. I mean, he's like I say, the voice is, uh, you know, I miss the voice. It's, it's the sound of his voice just makes the exciting moments all the better. I think Chris Cuthbert, though, has taken that over. His uh-huh. is the same kind of thing. He's be, He's moved into that realm of being just part of the action now but there's no question that people were frustrated with bob cole for forgetting names and such i think Dude, it's don't talk ill of bob. oh oh i'm sorry uh don't talk Ill of bob. i want to say it's uh you know i don't want to name in case he doesn't want he may have not have said this in the on the air he may have said it off the air so i won't name who told me this story but he said bob cole would drive the hockey net canada crew a little bit crazy because he'd do things like okay for the opener 
Uh, I'm going to need three, four minutes in the opener. Well, I'll talk about the game and set, th- set things up and say, well, that's a bit long. Are you sure you're going to need that much time? Absolutely. It's going to be great. And so the opening comes and they show and it, basically his contribution. <laughs> yeah. His contribution to it was, well, there's one goalie and there's the other goalie. Got to be a big game tonight here on CBC. <laughs> it's like crickets. Like we have three, four minutes to kill. <laughs> Bob. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll be right back. No, we won't, Bob. No, we won't. We're going nowhere, pal. Yeah, we're going, where's Jim? I want to spit on him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Congratulations uh, co- to Bobby. Yep. Happy 90th. And uh, we shall call it quits right there. Don't forget that our website is stevewproject.com. We appreciate you being here today. And we shall talk to you next time. Thank you, Jimmy. Good night, everybody. Yeah, good night, we'll everybody. You.